Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir for about to Pop On. We get into the first two games of the NBA Finals. Will Milwaukee win a game? And beyond that, we get into possible trade scenarios because this end of the season is about to be upon us. Listen in. Yo, Fergie, what up, bud? Count my money. Uh, you're counting it left and right. And I feel like I should just, I'm like, I, you know when you go to the, the, the theaters or you go to a strip club and you just throw your money in there? <laughs> That's I just me. I'm just, no I like talking to somebody what you're talking about. I have never partaked in anything like that. <laughs> lies, lies, lies. But I have heard of what you're talking about and it sounds you, enjoyable. Well, Let's take it back. It's not that I throw dollar bill or bills. I throw coins and nickels. <laughs> <laughs> we make it hail. We don't make it rain. Damn. <laughs> and then you get kicked out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because of that, um, you, so you lost the uh, bet you had on the Bucks Atlanta series. Okay. So you lost that. But then you bet um what'd you bet you bet 200 and 200 for game two and 300 for game three or one and two sorry so you basically you're up 13,050 that's right I lost a lot of money I started at 6,300 I'm at 4,800 and it's not looking pretty with the bet that we have so we have Overall bets for this series. You have Suns for a thousand. I got Bucks for a thousand. I like where I'm at right now. I'm hoping I have money to pay up for that thousand. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, so okay, for game three, what you got? Bucks are favored by four. I mean, of course, I'm gonna stick with it. I gotta stick with the Suns. Oh wow, okay. You said okay. Bucks minus four. So here, here's the theory on that. Okay. So you have so, Suns. Hold on, you have Suns for how much? I'm gonna go three hundred. 300 um, for Gee. Okay. So I know I know Middleton and Holiday did not play very well and as far as their shooting and so forth. Uh, but Giannis went off for 40 something points. I mean, the third quarter when he scored, did he score 20 or more than that? Was it 19, 20, 20 something like that? Yeah, he had more than 20, 20 right? Yeah. It was the second highest since I think Jordan in any quarter in the finals. They couldn't make up the difference with him scoring 20 points in one quarter. Mm-hmm it's over i'm sorry you're you're gonna allow him i'm basically he shot the ball i think on almost every single possession yeah he yeah. scored a, he scored a bunch but you couldn't get any stops to go with that at all to even make a dent in the um you know in the game and even at the end of the game it was like did you ever feel the last seven or eight minutes no. that, you, that no. the game was in doubt at all it's funny because it's there was a, a sequence so there's a couple of sequence i haven't that i have noted so in this last game at least in the second quarter, they're down by six, and they got to stop. They're coming back, and they're kind of on a kind of a break, but not really. They're pushing it. Middleton gets is dribbling it up, and instead of like waiting to set up for a good play, just chucks a three. Like it's not like a heat check, like you'd made a bunch of shots. It was just like a spontaneous pull up and three that he missed. They come down, they score, and you potentially go from 
getting under five, which is, you know, like it's a mental thing at that point. Like we're down, we're down by less than five, one more possession and we're back in, you know, to being down eight. And now you like, you feel like you have to climb that hill again. Right. And then again, in the fourth quarter, same, like you were talking, they're down by five and they're on a semi break and they start passing the ball around or Giannis drives to the basket, swings it out. And then they just turn it over again. And it's like, it's like those plays you can't do, you know? Well, the Middleton play has all the makings of him just getting his volume up. So I, I've never been a huge Middleton fan. You know, shoot, you can ask my brother. I well documented. I, I'm not a huge Middleton <laughs> fan. Um, I mean, sure, he's he's got some talent, some size, which makes him, you know, d- difficult to guard. And he's got a pretty high release and stuff. But I feel like he, he truly thinks I have to get my 20 shots a game, you know, and if he can make seven or eight of them, yeah. plus get to the free throw line a little bit, he's going to get his 20 points a game. And that for him is going to be, Ooh, I might be an all-star if I'm getting 20 points a game. Um, tell me what else on the defensive side of the ball does he, does he bring to a championship yeah. caliber team? Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't, I don't see him as, the Robin to a Batman on yeah. the championship team. It's interesting because I feel like Phoenix was kind of going at him on the offensive end against their defense. Like they would switch for him to guard Chris Paul or Booker. And I'm just like, you're bigger than both those guys and you're athletic and quick. How are you not able to stand like and be a good defender where like you're the one they're going after you know well that's all about nba playoffs man you pick yeah. a matchup and you exploit it yeah um yeah. where here's the thing in game three what what i think the bucks need to do uh during their day off obviously figure out some sets and how phoenix likes to do some switches to where you can get cp3 guarding um guarding holiday towards the block area and i think you need to get him in the block and what's going to happen, CP does not want to be out of the game with two fouls. So you know what's going to happen. He's going to get that kind of back yeah. up, back up, back up. Yeah. And you're going to have to bring some guys as yeah. a double or else Holiday can go straight at him. There's some times. He did. He had like three. He just drives straight down the lane, yep. you know, twisting, turning and all that stuff. And Paul wants nothing to do with it. Yep. So I'm like, I felt if Budenholzer can make some adjustments and get Holiday in the block, you're either going to get. Chris Paul in foul trouble in the first half with two, you know, two quick ones or Holiday's going to go off for 30 and he's going to have a lot of paint, paint yeah. points, which that's, that's an adjustment. I think that needs to happen. Yeah. And it's, it's, he did that play by himself, like two or three times that I can remember where he just dribbled up the court, put his booty out and just backed him out and then turned and then backed him in. And then yeah. got like right underneath the basket and just laid it up. You know, he so missed imagine, one and then he made, yeah. I think, two. But, but like, so can, you, can you imagine though, if you start the playoff yeah. with him in the block? Yep. How, I mean, he's super strong. Yeah. So you start him within the block and, and let him start to back down. Yeah. All that's going to do is create, you know, a little bit of mismatch. Next thing you know, Phoenix is countering with bring a guy. Now take advantage of Forbes, Connaughton, Middleton yep. out there on yep. the perimeter. Let them get some good open yep. shots. Um, I mean, I'm betting for the Suns to win, but if Bucks have a shot, I think that's an adjustment they need to make because I would love to see a better series. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, Con- is it content that was like three for four or four for five at one point? Like, yeah, he's not missing. So why is he not getting more shots? Well, I'll, 
and what we just talked about. Yeah, it's, because you got Middleton saying I need to get my twenty to twenty three shots up a game because that's just where I'm at in my career. I'm getting paid too much, and I want to make either it that. See, I blame it a lot on the coaching. Well, I think too. I think like for example, Giannis. Why is Giannis getting the ball at the top of the key? Do the ex- exact same thing you just said. Put him on the block. He turns, faces up one dribble. He did it like three times. One dribble around his defender, reaches and dunks it. No one's stopping that. And he did yeah. that like his his favorite play though. You know is to back it out. In. Yeah, to I get it. You full steam and do the huge steps. Yeah, and use his his length. But I agree with you. Get him in the post a little more. Yeah. Get get some of those fouls racked up on some of yeah. these guys early. I don't know why they're and- not. They're not attacking Phoenix. Yeah, well, in the third quarter, now? they did. The third Church. quarter, they they got like he, Giannis was going through the free throw line yeah. every other. But see, that's the one thing I do like about Giannis and the difference between a great player like him and a Simmons. He doesn't care if he misses free throws. He's going to go and attack you because you know what? What's going to set up? His other players are going to get, if they get fouled, go to the free throw line and they're not going to miss, you know? Yeah, you know what? They get your team in the bonus earlier, which is great for the rest of your team. Plus, I'll tell you what it also does. It gets some rotations yep. that normally don't happen. A guy comes off the bench earlier than he normally yep. is. He's playing with a different unit. Now Middleton may have a different guy guarding him or, uh, you know, who, who else may see yep. a different look. And it, it brings some different uh, things to the table. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they need to attack and, you know, and really start uh, piling up those fouls and forcing the refs to, to make those calls. Yeah. I Do you think – some people in the organs, the Bucks organization was hoping that they would lose against Atlanta so they could make it easier to fire the coach. No, because no, I don't I, think he's going to survive. If they don't do, if they don't go to like a game seven and lose that, I don't think he's coming back. And, and you know what? And has it ever happened where they fired a coach after winning the championship? I don't recall. I don't know. I mean, Phil, right. Phil Jackson with the Bulls. Yeah, maybe different. Yeah, different kind of scenario. Besides that, let me think. Um, did Phil was around with the Lakers? Uh, Lou? No, Lou was th- around. No, but remember the uh, coach before Lou? What's his name? Dave, uh, What whatever his name was. He went to the finals with the Cavs, and then they fired him like five games into the next season. Yeah, so I don't think that's the case, and I'll tell you why. This is the Bucks year to win it with all that happened with the Lakers, not in it, the Clippers, not in it, the nets, you know, basically like you, you got past them somehow, some way with some injury bugs. I get it. Um, This is their chance. So there's no way in hell they would trade that one opportunity um, just to try to fire him. Hell they could, they could fire him if they definitely want to, but uh, see, I think he, they should fire him. I think he's there he's the weak link on that team. Well, the organization put a really good team around. I, I um, totally agree. Getting, getting holiday there was that extra piece. They have everything that they need. Um, and like you mentioned, kind of coaching. Yeah. To tell Middleton, Hey, don't pull up on that. That's, that's yeah. not your shot. That's a terrible time in the game yeah. to take that shot. Um, but this is, the, this is their chance, man. Yeah. I'm, and I'm then sorry. That's, I, I next year, bring up... you're not getting the Warriors. Well, I mean, um, both sides, or... though. Like, the, yeah, the Suns next year are not making it to the finals. Unless crazy injuries happen again, um, they're not making it to the finals. Like, I, I will put the rest of my 6,300 on there well, or 4,800. I mean, that is a pretty good 
bet that they won't make the <laughs> probably finals, the only but... bet I could potentially win is betting the Suns won't make the finals. Yeah, but, but one thing that I will say though that is affecting Milwaukee is the injury bug, and uh, was it, I'm gonna butch his name, Div, Diva. What's the name? Devachenzo, whatever his name Divincenzo? is. Devachenzo. Yeah, he's injured, and he's a he's their sixth man basically, you know. Yeah. And so that injury is big for them. But uh, Sark just got, on Phoenix was out this game, and he's out for the rest of the series with the ACL. So he's done for a year at least. And then Tory Craig, I don't know. It didn't like it looked like they they just went knee to side of knee. So I'm assuming it's a bone bruise. It came out that no structural damage. Yeah, so and, I'm that, assuming and that's it's a good news. Bruise. No, he'll be he'll be out. So they got to figure out what they're going to do with some rotations and stuff. But yeah, I was listening to something else this morning, and and it made sense. They were like, "Well, what do you do with the minutes? Where you spread them around?" And somebody else was like, "The CNB finals, play them 42 minutes a game for God's sakes. Like, if you yep. play your ass off for 42 minutes a game, yep. you know the starters, yep. and you win two more games." You win the championship and you have all summer to rest. For God's yeah, sake, you are thing. a very young team right now, too. Besides and Chris Paul, that's the other thing that I, I I'm so interested. Like Giannis was playing so much, but you can see he was exhausted. The coach needs to do a better job of t- doing timeouts. Like, hey, at six minutes, they're doing a TV timeout anyway. So let me take it just before it, so we get two timeouts within yep. a span of a minute to give this boy a longer break. Like. You should think like that as a coach when you're going to play your best player for 40 plus minutes, right? Yeah, agreed. agreed. So it's just stuff like that. It's like, I, I feel like he's not going to be there, but um, what you got for me? Because I feel like I'm just talking. No, no, no. This is good. So um, I was listening to some of the the interviews for the USA players. Okay. Were, okay. They were, okay. They were talking to Dame and he's he, a Laker. Um, he's a Laker. <laughs> he will not be a Laker. Um, you're so saying the Blazers talking. won't take a Kuz, THT, and anybody else besides Anthony Davis and LeBron? Basically. <laughs> yeah. So he was talking about, um, you know, I haven't said anything. People are putting words in my mouth. I have told the owner, the GM, whatever, everything I need to say. So everybody is reading a lot into this saying like, wow, he's demanding out because they hired Chauncey Billups, etc. So uh, I was doing some reading and they've put together five different teams and some packages that could attract him to, uh, to be traded for. Okay. So let me get you these and you tell me okay. if any of these are something that you would sign off on as the okay. GM. Okay. Okay. I All like right. this. I like this. So we got the Knicks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Trading Obi Toppin, okay. Emmanuel quickly, Mitchell Robinson, as well as a few other drop picks. So that's I'd say no. I'd say no. If you were who? If you're the Blazers? Portland. Yep. Next Would one. Would you? Uh, no, I don't think that's enough yeah. in return either, yeah. personally. Next one is the Warriors. We talked about this. Wiseman, Wiggins, the seventh, the 14th uh, pick in the draft. I mean, that's a good one for me. I, I mean, I would definitely read me the other three, but that one is yep. I would do it. Okay. Uh, next one is the 76ers. It's Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, uh, a 2021 first round pick and a 2023 first round pick. That's a good one too. I mean, you got Ben Simmons who, whatever you want to say yep. about him. I mean, he's yeah. still, still an all-star, right? Well, uh, he's, he's a quote unquote star too. Yeah. Potential. Right. I mean, defensive player of the year, potential type mm-hmm. thing. So right. gotcha. 
Um, so that was, that was not bad. Right. And I think, uh, Maxi and Thibel are actually yep. pretty good. Yeah, perfect. They're perfect. Yeah. Uh, next one will be the Toronto Raptors. You got OG Ananobi, uh, Kyle Lowry, and then multiple first round picks. No, I would definitely pass on that one. Hard pass. And then, uh, last one here, we got the Pelicans. You got Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes, Kira Lewis, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and multiple first round picks. See, that's a good one too. I like that one, but out of all of them, I'd either go with the Warriors or um, the 76ers. And if it was out of those two, you're hoping. So the basically comes down to which one would you rather have Simmons or Wiseman basically. Right. Yeah. You or, or Ingram on that third one. No, no, I know. But like, okay. Uh, that's the thing. Like I like the Ingram one, but I think it's tough. I don't, but he, like new Orleans, I don't think Lillard fits their timeline. Agreed. Right? So, like, you wouldn't do that because you're giving up all these young players for a guy that's got, what, maybe three more years? You know, like, let's just – and you're still not making it out of the first round with that roster, right? So, like, you're just giving up your future for three years of m- maybe making an eighth seed, right? If you go to the 76ers, you're not uh, – the 76ers are going to benefit, but then you just have sim- – you have – Lillard and Embiid, and you have nobody around you. Well, they, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, and, and in the East, you're not competing against, like you're competing against the Nets. You're competing, you know, you're contending against squads, not like two players, one player, two players. So I don't know about that. The only one that realistically makes sense for both would be Portland and Golden State because Lillard fits their timeline those four on one team, I don't mean, I would, you and you're way better than I am. Put me on that team and they still win like 60 games, you know? It would be, it would be incredible. And on the flip side, what Portland would have. Now, now here's the thing. I know Nurkic came out and he was very vocal. He's going to leave. I so, will leave if, if Lola leaves. You have wise which, which I think, you know what? I know he's a big bruiser, but you got our guy scrape knee Collins, right? Zach Collins, you can't find <laughs> way off the bench. Right. If he ever did, ever does be yeah. that replacement for Nurkic yeah. to get out of there. And you have two draft picks. Plus, you can trade CJ for whatever else you can get. A couple of other picks too. You know. So here, do you, so hear me out with this. If if Lillard goes, you would get uh, Wiseman, Wiggins, and two picks in return. Would you? Would you trade CJ also? Yeah, I would. Would you? Because you're completely restructuring your team and going young. So who would, but here's the thing, who would be your. A lot. I, I would love him right to be now. on the Lakers. I would love to have him on the Lakers. Who would be your guy though? What do you mean? Oh no, you just build, a, you build around Wiseman and young draft picks. Like this year, next year, you're not really relying on being a playoff contender or anything. You're just like, Hey, look, we have three guys that are in the top what, <clears throat> 12 picks in two seasons, plus probably another draft pick in there. Okay. That look, Portland isn't a team that like they're always gonna have people in their stands. Like Portland, just the fan base is nonstop, busy, full crowd. So they don't, they'll understand. They're smart enough, you know, or fan base to understand it. You, you know, don't, you don't think they would keep CJ, and that's and that's still a play I out. wouldn't. I, if, if I'm gonna if get rid of Lillard and uh, what's his name's leaving, then I I would. Interesting. Okay. That I mean, that's an interesting concept because then you think what could you get in return for McCollum? You I would, would think you could like 
if the Lakers gave up I, Kuzma, I think they would do it. Huh? You wouldn't take Kuzma for CJ? And well, the Lakers would have to give up more than Kuzma. That's just and they, for example, Kuzma and this season's this year's draft pick. I, I don't something. think I don't think Portland would trade just for that alone. Personally, no, no. I, I, but I'm just saying, like, you're getting a fairly good player from any other roster for CJ. If I'm still, if I'm Portland, I'm not doing that. Like, my, I would put CJ. If you put CJ, has been a consistent, yeah, like clutch player for a while now. Put him on Milwaukee. Who? CJ. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, put him on. Dallas put him on like any team would love to have CJ, you know? Absolutely. So like, but, but, I, the, but, the, Bla- but the Blazers need something in return for him as well. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, not, so not all these teams will give him draft picks. Uh, but I don't think you need more draft picks because then you really get into like, we're now Oklahoma city with 20 picks again, but they don't have 20 picks. They have three players that are in the top 15 in two seasons. And let's say, and, you know, you get a couple more draft picks and then you have, you can, uh, there's players in the league that are, are free agents this summer. that are going to roll players that you can just throw in there just to, you know, put a 12 man roster together. You'll win yeah. like 25, 30 games, you know, like they, uh, who's their coach. Have they hired a coach yet? Yeah, they got, um, Oh, oh no, they got a chance. So I, that's too big of a drop off in one year yeah. to go from, you have Dame and or Dame and CJ and all that yeah. to just blowing yeah. it up all of a sudden. I mean, if you make a big splash trade for Dame, I think they're keeping CJ for at least another year. Figure out what Wiggins is all about, what Wiseman is all about, what picks you got in the draft, and then if you really need to move on from him, great. You may. Let me ask you this: I'll give you three scenarios. Do you think he'll Lillard will be on the team for the entire season next year? Before the trade deadline, or he won't even make it. He won't be on the roster beginning of the season. Um, well, your other scenarios, I guess the the only one I could choose is the first is the the last one. He is not going to be on the team at all because if he does sign and play, well, he's already on under contract. Like it's no, not. That but good. I mean, but, but sorry, what I mean is if he doesn't get traded before the season yeah. starts, I think he's sticking it the rest of the year. I don't okay. think mid season he's going to be one of those guys. I think what could happen is they go in, you know, 20 games into the season. Billups is, they're just bombing, you know, they're like four and like 16 or something like that. And he just goes to the ownership and is like, Hey, yo, get me out of here. You're going to, they'll get more in the middle of the season for a lot of teams. Like the Warriors would still give him the same offer, probably another extra draft pick to get him in there. Because he's that big of a game changer. You think you would get more middle of the season? I think so. Because mm. people become, teams become more desperate. They're like, oh, we, we, we're just one piece away and we'll get there. And they'll do it. Yeah, I just think you, you risk you know, the other team. Yeah, no, people do get desperate. You're right. They start throwing everything just to say this could be the missing link. You're right. You know? um, I just think there's a lot of more options preseason because oh yeah because they're building your team well see you usually you assume there'd be more options that's why i think the draft and the free agency should switch hmm. you should draft first and then free agency opens because then you're already um like you're drafting before the free, it, so it, it is that way isn't it, it no i'm sorry then it should be the other way isn't it 
It should be the other way. I'm sorry. It should be the yeah. free agents. The free agents should be for the draft because then you know what what slots you need as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, but the players' association would never never go with that because who's going to want to sign a free agent deal somewhere, and then all of a sudden the the team goes and drafts like the guy that plays your position or somebody. Well, that's not like, but that's true. But it's also if I sign you, for example, then I know I got my shooting guard or point guard set up. So I don't need to draft that. I can draft my small forward, power forward, center, whatever it is, you know, whatever the other spots that I'm, I need. So yeah. I don't speaking, know. Speaking of free agency, when does it start? Uh, I think it's usually, um, well, usually in regular season starts right around 4th, July 1st or something like that. But I think it, I mean, since the season ends, what, in let's say another week and a half, yeah, yeah. it probably, and the draft is within two weeks. So it's got to probably start August 1st or something like that. Man, I can't, I can't wait to see what, uh, yeah. what movement is happening. Yeah, yeah, It's always yeah. fun to see the new teams and stuff. You got a game? I got a couple for you. Go for it. All right. All right. I got two games for you. One is really quick. There are three N- MVPs who have never made it to the finals. Can you name them? MVP? Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> have never made it to the and i can give you a quick hint if you want and it'll be very easy you'll definitely get one one is your boy steve nash so think in that realm of you know okay um steve nash did not make it to the finals i'm trying to think of some of the other like mvps of the league though who's one uh both of them have been in the last decade okay i think one very, very recent. Uh, Giannis? But he's there now. No, no. But who was MVP this past year? Uh, wasn't it uh, Jokic, right? Nikolai, yes, sir. Okay. And then Embiid, was he MVP? No, he hasn't no, been here. No, no. That's a hard one. Is the third one going way back? I don't know. That's a great... Uh... Uh, Iden's favorite player, second favorite player of all time. Anybody with the Bulls? I don't know who's Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Yes, sir. Yes, Derek sir. Rose. Damn, that is right. That is his favorite player, huh? Or yeah. second player, I guess you want to call it. Um, and then the next one I have is I looked so I saw this actually on another pod. Wait, so hold on. Let me yeah. let me pause you for a sec. There's only been three MVPs ever that have not made mm-hmm. it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really shocking. There's a lot of them who didn't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've all made it to the finals at one point. So Nash is the only player that's not active that never made it to the finals. So here's why I say that's kind of crazy, right? Over the last 10, 12 years or whatever it is, nobody else from the East has won MVP besides LeBron. LeBron. And Derek Derek Rose, the one year. year, LeBron went like nine straight years. So with some of the dominance, you know, it's like the Lakers going, uh, San Antonio going. Uh, Golden State, there was no other like one-off MVP yeah. winners. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean, I guess our stat um, at the beginning of the year, I thought Dame was going to yeah. win it. Um, that would have been another one, but right. oh, interesting, three. Um, the other one was, this is the first finals in over 15 years where Steph, LeBron, and or Kobe aren't in it, which is, yeah, that's, that's another one. See, that's why that just shows their, you know, their dominance and yeah. Um, and then the last some, one is some of the dynasties, the 10 most hated players 
across all sports across the world. Okay. There's four NBA players. I'm not going to ask you to name all 10. There's four NBA players. Can you name them? (laughs) Patrick Beverly. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean, also, um, I mean, LeBron James is, is hated. Number one, right. He's hated for sure. Number Uh, one. You got, I'm going to go Tom Brady. Uh, oh, so you want to do? I I was gonna say off just the four NBA oh, players. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Tom okay. Brady is on that list, just so you know, and he's number three. Yeah, I would say so. Um, okay, so we got LeBron. This goes all time. NBA no, no this is within three. the last decade or the last year. Within the last year, on Twitter, they count Twitter and uh, Instagram, go. all those things that like suggest hate. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is not. James Harden. James Harden is not, but his partner is. Um, his teammate Kevin Durant he is number four okay now I will say these last two have come up in this pod very recently and we would never assume they'd be on this list um Giannis that was very recent he your your MVP of the season Dame Lillard is the most hated player number six see who's taking this so this is like this this whatever that uh accumulates twitter uh instagram like all social media articles whatever and uh, they filter out like the words associated to dislike and they filter it and so lebron has 100 whatever thousand abusive terms um tom brady has twenty eight thousand abusive terms kevin Durant is 24 whatever oh i got i got the fourth one easy lockdown Rachel Nichols. <laughs> I mean, she's getting a lot of something, but it ain't. <laughs> she's getting a lot of love from NBA players, what it sounds like. Oh my God. Um, no, it's Steph Curry, which I would never what? put on the top. Like, he is, I, this is ridiculous. Come on. But listen to this. Some of these, really I feel hate, like, don't really hate him. They, they are yeah, sad like same thing with team. Tom Brady. Yeah. You don't, you can't, I mean, you can hate him because he's so successful. You know, you, LeBron James, same concept. Like, uh, Dame Lillard is kind of weird to me. Um, the rest of this is Marcus Rashford. He's a no. soccer player. He's a, a English. Uh, but I was when I was listening to the other podcast, they were saying it's a lot probably racially motivated because he's a black okay. English player. Uh, three Tom Brady, Kevin Durant, Bubba Wallace. I would assume same realm of yeah. in an industry where it's you know little, yep. not necessarily. And then six is Lillard. Seven is Trevor Bauer. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, with what happened, that's crazy. Well, that, this is before that this came oh, out. Oh my God! Can you imagine if it was taken oh, now? He's—I don't think he's playing the rest of the season. We don't so. even need to get into that on this yeah. pod. This is a family and then Chris, uh, Ronaldo is number eight, which is another just hate because of success. How good he is. Yeah. Steph Curry, and then you might know this. I know who he is. I just—I'm going to butcher his name. Masut Ozil. He's a German soccer player, um, but he—he ra- rounds up the ten, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah was, a lot. A lot of that is just um, hate on people's success. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I, when you were saying, you know, the whole Steph thing and and LeBron and Brady, I actually know a lot of people that really dislike Tom Brady just because of everything he has and they think he's cheated, all that stuff. Very rarely have I ever heard somebody say that they hate Steph Curry. Right. Like, like what? Like I, can see, I can see some of the other ones. Like, LeBron, it's either a love or a hate. Curry, it's either a I love or I love watching him play because yeah, he's just yeah. amazing. I don't know anybody that hates Steph Curry. Uh, so, I mean, clearly he he has, uh, I mean, it's not, uh, look, it's, 
over a year, it's 11,000 abusive terms. So yeah. it's over, for all the info that he gets or, you know, comments that he gets, it's 11, which is nothing. But like LeBron is 122,000. That's a lot. Yeah, that's wild. That's hey, He think, literally uh, is f- almost four times higher than anybody else. That's crazy. Do you think uh, Maria Taylor is going to take the $3 million that they're offering to stay with ESPN? And yeah, I think so. Do you think that is way too high of an offer just because they're trying to make this right and not? It's give too it to high, her? but she, I mean, if she's smart, she'll take it because if she what she, she goes to Fox, Fox is first and foremost. Yeah, well, they're talking about some other ones. She could potentially go like um, NBC for like uh, football stuff, or go to Amazon because they're trying to do like Thursday night football, I guess. But uh, like those, they're not going to pay her, and she's not going to get. The attention, ESPN is the biggest brand when it comes to sports. $3 million. She's getting paid $1 million this year. Like, yeah. Has she Poor done she enough to triple her value? Or was she at the right place at the right time that was part of a terrible, terrible decision? Yeah. And maybe some words. I don't know your thoughts on that. but Look, uh, I'm going to say this. And I, my intention like the – People, she there was nothing. Didn't she actually say, "I wish her the best"? I like there was nothing that I thought that was racial. It was just like it's coworkers. Like, why is she getting more than I am? And she said, potentially, this is why. But yeah. I wish. But I get it. But like, they need to like didn't say anything about bad about her. She just said bad stuff about ESPN yeah. and what their reputation is not hers. So yeah, I don't wild. She, it wasn't like a, after the fact comment, like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I wish her the best. This was actually part of yeah what is being dissected. She yeah. mentioned, I wish her all the best. She's great. Like all that stuff. I didn't feel any animosity between each other. And then now you have Maria Taylor, like blackballing her, not letting her on the set. You hearing about that? Like no. saying that she won't report if they have Rachel Nichols come on live and stuff like that. So I'm like, wow, what is what is going on here? Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of the uh, the world we're in, kind of where yeah, to get well, to make sure things go the way you want. Sometimes you have to take down somebody else if that makes sense. Well, hopefully I hope can, it doesn't happen because I like Rachel. I like both of them, up. but. Yeah, both of, them, both of them are good. So hopefully yeah. they can kiss and make up and both still I mean, be. I used to planet. love Michelle Beadle. She was my favorite. I literally watched anything she was on. And then she said she's not going to watch NFL because she's sick of all the BS. And they bought her out. I'm like, I'll, wa- I'll watch whatever show she's on, whichever network she goes to. Because I just like, I think she brings a personality to, yeah. uh, you know, a men's kind of dominant BS world, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I was listening the other night and specifically seeing if Taylor brought some good points and what she did and she did, she did fine. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, you're replacing her Rachel Nichols with somebody who doesn't know basketball or doesn't know anything. So no, uh, she's been on there for a long time and there's nothing wrong with like none. Both have good. They're both good at what they do. It's just unfortunate that that even leaked. Yeah. You hope that you hope that the company can retain both of them. They can move forward from. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I retain some of my money. Not going to happen. Wait, you didn't even pick. I, I know I picked the game. The, I picked the Suns. You didn't even pick the game. No, I did. I, I, well, I picked Bucks for a thousand again. Oh, a thousand again? 
homie, I, I'm going to live and die with these. I got six, I got 4,000. It's not like I got much else to win. It's like the Bucks living and dying with the three. And right now they are dying. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to roll with them until I got zero in my bank account. So, All right. Very soon, uh, my friend. We'll try. I don't know. Should we do another one after game? Let's do after on Tuesday because... Uh, it might be a sweep, so we <laughs> might not need it. But so. we might be talking about off-season. Yeah, off-season trades and where Lillard's going to go again. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all in a couple of days. Peace. Peace.